Well, hello there. Welcome, everyone, to episode 51 of the Gundam Explained podcast. I am Adam Blue, joined by Stephen of Midnight Hatter. Stephen, how's it going? Going well, buddy. How are you doing? Doing good. Um, doing good since we last talked, which was yesterday, on your podcast. That's on Wednesdays. Um, some really cool game uh, design discussion. Game, that stuff is just still going on through my head because we were talking about, like, saving and loading like the kind of mechanics because i i was playing on the ps3 and a lot of that was coming back to me and i'll talk more about the ps3 here in a little bit but um sweet yeah uh yeah so check that out link in the description for uh midnight hatters um uh, a couple things we're gonna talk about today um so there's new battle alliance gameplay because i'm really excited about that game and by gameplay i mean they released a video that actually shows like a character going through the level. So I'm going to share that here in a little bit and do some like commentary, I guess, over just to kind of see. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. I'm very excited about that game. Yeah, it gets it gets better and better, even though it's SD. At least they can pull me in, I guess. <laughs> but um, and then with gaming also in GBO2, there was the update that had the Bond dock. Am I saying that correctly? Bond I've always dock. said uh, Bound dock. Bound but, dock. You know, I, I believe that the the etymology behind it is that it's supposed to be bound dog, like a chained up dog. Oh, interesting. But at least that's what I've heard. You know, correct me if I'm wrong. Chat chat always is on top of us when it comes to pronunciation. But yes, bound dock. Okay. Um, yeah, that's yeah. that's good. Yeah, and speaking of chat, yes, the cool kids are here. Jedi Sela, Ian Neowave or Neon Wave, Goose, um. Alan Mitchell, Lucas Garrett, good to see everyone. Um, but yeah, speaking of the pronunciations, I forget if who it was. It could have been you or many of the others uh, that I talked to now frequently. That Byarlent was supposed to be like violent. Did did you tell me that, or was that possibly someone else? Yeah, that was what I had okay. kind of interpreted it as because so many, and this is just my observation. It could be totally wild speculation, but you know, so many uh, Japanese words tend to be. Uh, and I don't know exactly what the term is for this. I'm sure that there's there's a specific term for yeah. it, but it's these they, they sonically sound the same as things that they're trying to that they're trying to capture in their in their tonality or speech, whatever whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, yeah. I heard so, about yeah, that I as mean, well. Um, violent, but talk. Well, see, I heard that a long time ago when I took Japanese. In, in high school, I just did a year of it, didn't retain anything. But, um, <laughs> except, <did> I. <laughs> but no, when you brought that up, it reminded me of that because there's other ways too that that is used with translating like concepts and ideas, not just words, but like concepts and ideas. Not only is it translated through the phonetics of their characters, but also sometimes the characters represent something. Um, and it, it's like that integrated information theory, and that's like that with their language over there. Um, yeah, yeah, we could get deep in the weeds talking about linguistics for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, and let's see. Other than that, um, yeah, we're going to talk about uh, melee units as well. I did a poll on YouTube that had some cool responses, um, and I wanted to see what chat thinks. Um, okay, so something I wanted to touch on real quick. Um, let me go to that. Um, oh yeah. And usually I like to do the shout out with the subscribe, go to discord, Patreon. Hey, the big thing is the giveaway. I, I haven't had a lot of people comment on the giveaway video. There's a link in the description for that, giving away some cool stuff. So check that out. Um, 
But also with the videos uh, from this past week, I had that American Gundam, which I wanted to kind of show that off real quick. Um, but you can look at that video. Very I just cool. did some weathering on it, which was pretty cool. Um, 1776. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, that's a good idea. Is that not anywhere on there? That's a good yeah, idea. There you go. That's a good Put idea. A unit number on there. Yeah. Some water slide decals. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, and then I I posted that like uh, battle scene from Zeta just for fun, you know, just kind of a because uh, it's it's like nice to watch it every once in a while. I was actually looking for it on YouTube, couldn't find it, so I posted it up there. That's actually from the movie trilogy. It's kind of different in the show. And true, then I did that uh, the facts about Gundam F ninety one. Let me click on this real quick. Um, I I thought that was pretty cool because I really like F ninety one, and even though like I think a lot of people like it. I just don't think it's discussed as much because it doesn't really connect with the greater UC, even though it is a part of it. And I wanted to bring something up. Um, uh, let's see. There was a couple cool comments. Um, where was yours, Stephen? Unless you posted that somewhere else. Remember you made a, a mm. comment about uh, anything after 93 doesn't count <laughs> or something like that? Oh, yeah. My hot take that gets me in a lot of trouble. <laughs> okay. No, I... Yeah. I love F91. It's a lot of fun. I think I, I think I commented over on Odyssey, not on uh, YouTube. So that might be where oh, the uh, where I saw that where that comment is. Okay. But I, yeah, my my hot take is always that anything post uh, UC0093 is fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's funny because in a way, like it's interesting. So Mad Matt, the heavy metal mecha pilot, says as good as Gundam F91 is, I'd prefer that as alt UC. Uh, type storytelling, much like Thunderbolt. My reasoning is that I believe Mobile Suit Gundam is more Amuro and Shar story. Henceforth, why I'd much prefer Gaia Gear as the true canon ending to UC. Well, next to Tournay, of course. And so, what? It's a good way of looking at it. Well, it's interesting because I I never thought about that, be, but because I just can't think about that when I think of things like 0080, um, yeah. because you have some compelling stories in the middle of UC that have that have just as much to do with Amaro as even F91, because if you think about it, 0080, the connection there is they were building the Alex for Amaro. And in F91, (laughs) a Gundam only exists in its continuation because of the legacy Amaro uh, made with the original unit. Um, And and you see the Earth Federation, like it's cool how they had like that war museum. And I don't know, I guess, yeah, it doesn't have the main characters, in a way, um, well, I was going to say Unicorn kind of didn't, but Bright's in it quite a bit. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, Full Frontal's just like a clone or whatever. Potentially. You know what's wild is, yeah. like, I kind of had this fever dream last night, and I mentioned this on my Discord, that I had yeah. a fever dream. I guess, you know, I was kind of lucid half awake, and I imagined that there was this short anime that happened. It was kind of like an OVA, kind of a Gundam Evolve style animation where Amuro is flying a base jabber and he's delivering a package with sensitive cargo to the moon. And the sensitive cargo ends up being the unicorn Gundam. And this is prior to Shar's counterattack. And I was like, wow, that's nuts. That's crazy. And then I woke up and realized that I had imagined it. (laughs) Wow. That's actually a pretty neat little like head cannon you've created for yourself, but that's actually, (laughs) it's actually pretty good. I I thought it was cool. Yeah, no, that is. But, uh, but yeah, like you said, I think that you, you're right. All 
UC Gundam contributes to the Amuro and Char story in a, sl- in a in some small way. Yeah, even with Victory, I heard rumors that that main character is supposed to be related to Char somehow. I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah. think this ever been officially said or anything. Um, but no, uh, this week, um, uh, Stephen, have you happened to get into anything Gundam related? Anything new? Well, I mentioned it last night on my stream, but uh, I did build, this is just the snap build of the Gundam The Origin, Shars Zaku 2. This is the one that comes with the anti-ship rifle, which is pretty sweet. And, I mean, I would be remiss if I did not remind everybody, just in terms of scale, um, this is (laughs) holding it up next to the Sasabi and seeing what uh, mid-UC... (laughs) <laughs> mobile suits looked like compared to uh, early UC mobile suits. Um, and then, of course, fast forwarding to F91 on that subject, you know, the Sasabi basically gets cut in half to. Yeah. Yeah, there's <laughs> the, a point. And it's just crazy to think of how much they really did stick with canon as much as possible with the sizes, you know, because if you look at um, Hathaway, like the Penelope and Kasai Gundam are gigantic. They're huge. And then that's when it ends, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Like, could there be some other stories I just haven't come across that take place before 123, which is F91? Well, there's the, you know, the F90. That's a little before that. But Mm -hmm. was there another bigger, like, was there even bigger, like, one last bigger Gundam (laughs) that we haven't seen yet? (laughs) Yeah, they get out of control. I know. It's funny because the designs already are out of control. And then you realize it's amazing. And then it just it just keeps like when the Penelope when I first found the the pe- Penelope it's when they released the high grade like I hadn't heard of it because Hathaway's not like the the novel wasn't like super talked about a lot and the design wasn't uh, yeah, but but the high grade photos of the Penelope prior to the to the anime being released yeah and when I saw the high grade model when that came out I was like man that thing is crazy and then I was looking up and stuff about it and I'm like oh, this is ridiculous I thought. Thought the unicorn was already insane, um, but yeah. Oh man. Um, yeah, and then I um, let's see. I actually, and I didn't mean to rush into this. I need to take my time. But I then also fully built the Master Grade uh, Sandrock, which I totally dig. I just that's a good looking Gundam. Yeah, it is. And one reason I like, and I was telling some of the others, is it reminds me of what I like about UC Gundam, but as if like uh, it's a UC mobile suit that's been like custom for someone, you know, like sometimes those custom suits have a little extra flair on them. So uh, that's what it kind of seems like to me. Um, yeah, I don't know. And I Let- gotta say the heat show tall show tall. Is that how you pronounce them? Yeah. The, uh, potentially. The yeah. Um, they look fantastic on that kit. Cause I have the, the old, like the prior before high grade version of the sand rock ah. and those those heat show tall look like garbage. So well, you know what's interesting is, and and you can see it in this picture uh, on the outside. I actually put chrome uh, Gundam marker, and on the inside I didn't. But you can't even super tell. So like the plastic on its own looked good, but I'm still gonna go over it with a gloss panel line, the decals, another top coat. So I'm still got a ways. Yeah, there's still mu- much more work to do. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, another really cool thing that happened is I finally got a PS3 at a good price. And so I've been able to 
finally jump into these Gundam games that I've been meaning to play ever since I discovered them. Because originally I was using the emulators and you just don't get the same experience. And so I've been playing Unicorn in Battlefield Record 0081, I believe it's called. Um, yeah. And while Unicorn is awesome, I, I'm shocked how fun 0081 is, Battlefield Record. And you had told me about it. And I just wish there was English subtitles or something oh, because yeah. when you, if anyone's never played this game before, it is presented like a show, like they did with Code Fairy. In a way, you're yeah. they'll show the models walking around, but then it's animation of the pilots and talking to each other. And there's a whole story, and I'm like, what is this story? And sometimes um, I'll hold. I, mean, up. I was watching the whole thing with like my Google Translate on my phone. I was about and- to say that, yeah, because <laughs> as I'm playing it, going through the menus, I'm like looking at or like when you level up your your. Uh... Luckily, though, a lot of it is in English. Like yeah, after the enough. fact, like you, you, when you go into the settings to like level up your pilot or mobile suit, that's all in English, but mm-hmm. everything else, when they talk to you or the story that's happening and all that, it's, it's in Japanese. So, um, and let's the see on yeah. that game is pretty cool. Cause it's very similar. It's got that same sort of weightiness to like GBO two yeah. where it feels kind of like a mech simulator. It's just a little bit faster, a little bit more responsive. Yeah, that and I would even say almost a little harder because you I at least die quickly in that I had to really make sure I wasn't getting I just had to think and not really get myself in a situation where I don't have my allies with me or I have a bunch of Zaku's surrounding me. So. Oh, yeah. But yeah, Alan Mitchell said it's one of his favorites. So that's cool to hear that, you know, people do agree with that. Um, It's a good one. It's a sleeper. Yeah, I can't wait to play the others. Uh, But uh, yeah, some other cool chats. Jedi Sela, she's saying, dude, MGs take me a week if I'm doing a rush build. Dang. Yeah. You know, this, the, it was. Technically, it took you about a week, right? Because you kind of worked on it on and off. Yeah. Um, you know what? Yeah, I and a lot of it was I had these work meetings that uh, I was able to just listen and, you know, kind of build. Um, yeah, it, it, it's actually not that difficult. I, I would say I've built quite a few master grades and that was a good one. Like, that's a good one for anyone that's really interested in a master grade. And it looks cool. Um, let's see. Anything else? Um Let's see. Oh, yeah, there we go. Lucas Garrett. Uso was rumored to be the grandson or great-grandson uh, of Shar Aznable and his executive officer from Shar's counterattack, which would be um, Nanai. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Which is funny because they say that about Uso, and then they also say that about the pilot from Gaia Gear. Do they yeah. not? Yeah, they do. Yeah, exactly. So it could be that, yeah, a line of these, like, revolutionary types obtain mobile suits and, you know. Um, start changing the world. Um, they're all out here dropping colonies. Yeah. Um, okay. Something I wanted to pull up next. Um, yeah, it was the, uh, this poll. I, well, not a poll. I put a question up on, uh, on YouTube, which mobile suit is best suited for melee combat. So, um, just reading through here, we have the sleeping Dutchman Gundam age one Titus God Gundam. Gundam, Gusion, Rabake, Full City. That 
That's a crazy name. All good suits in their That's universes. An suit. Oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Double O Riser uh, Seven Sword seems uh, like it has close range covered. Also, I do love the Ultron and its extendable dragon arms, and it feels like a close range monster with that double ended beam trident. So that was a good yeah. response because a lot of those I wasn't f- too familiar with. Um, SS Gundam Maxter Dragon Shadow and most. Of the G Fighter Gundam, I'd vote on. Okay, I haven't watched all of G Gundam, but that makes sense, right? They're mainly yeah. martial arts. Yep. Exactly. Um, Exia and Quanta are built for melee. And you know, that's funny because someone even made the comment in here, like, which universe? And I kind of just left it open because I'm hearing about things I never would have. But yeah, yeah e- Exia cool. yeah, and Quanta. Um, that's from My Name is Nameless. Lucas Garrett. Uh, UC would probably be Unicorn. It's a beast on the battlefields where the battlefield may be. It's terrifying sight to witness. Uh, for AU, I give it to the Gun of Barbados, Lupus Rex. Another terrifying melee-based mobile suit, a virtual demon, you might say. So those are pretty <laughs> good answers because I yeah. Barbados just looks like a melee unit. But with the Unicorn, that thing was strong. Remember, it was pulling the ship, uh, the two ships together, and it like initiated its awakening mode or whatever. I mean... Yeah, you know, it's like, do you do you factor in things like unarmed combat versus you know melee weapons? Because yeah, obviously you have a lot of that's true mobile suits that have like anti ship swords and things like that. Yeah. and then of course, I mean, you are are fresh off the back of watching Gundam Wing and Gundam Wing Endless Waltz, and when Epion can cut yeah an entire space station in half with its beam saber, that's <laughs> not exactly something to scoff at. <laughs> Now, that's actually a good one. And that's actually what I was thinking when I was starting to read down here. I was thinking in my mind, you know, Epion's a, a, a good one. Oh, yeah. And there yeah, we go I saw, with the. I saw some, some honorable mentions for Epion in there. Yeah, Clint Eastwood right here. I can't believe Clint Eastwood is actually posting here. But he says, I personally would take the Epion. Um, rogue new type Gundam, Epion, Gundam, Ultron for GW. You see his goof, Efreet, GM Striker, Gundam, Pixie. Yeah, those are good ones. Abraham Lincoln, God Gundam would be who I put my money on. Uh, Metal Neo Gundam Astray or Gundam Barbados, unless they were talking about like fighting them, uh, the God Gundam, because come on, you know, love defeats everything. Okay, I guess that <laughs> has to do with the story. Um, Alan says, uh, remember when the unicorn punched the Neo Zeong out of existence? So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, so Adam, what would be your answer if you were to answer this question? Yeah, you know what? Like, from what I don't know, the Barbados Lupus Rex or whatever variation, because it has the giant lance where I think the head on it is the size of the chest <laughs> of the thing <laughs> itself. So, uh, and yeah. it's got that uh, reach and the mobility because of the way the legs are built, you know. But, um, you know, when I think about that, I'm reminded of the Skatey Boys. Right. Usually these are doms or someone who they have those heat swords that cut things like butter and they have that agility from all that sliding around that they do. Like I love like oh, yeah. even you can even recreate it in GBO2 when you do a dodge away from someone you're like spinning as the dom getting away like hovering away and then and then you can just come from behind and ah, so yeah, I think that's, that's true. Uh, one true. um Let's see. Yeah, I like how the Sleeping Dutchman's like so many good choices that are escaping me, too. Um, 
Yeah, there's actually a bunch on here if you guys want to check these out. Uh, yeah, even John Candib. This guy's always got the details. So always look out for that in these videos. Um, uh, uh, Stephen, what about you? Um, what was your thought? I know you brought up the Epion, but... Yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan of the Epion. Um, well, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, the perfect mobile suit was already created. It's a Zeta Gundam, and, you know, close range, long range, you, you always got to go Zeta. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, no, I think I, I, I recently found on... Uh, do you follow RNG Gundam on Twitter? I don't think it's so. Like the, it's a bot that just randomly clips uh, scenes out of yes. Gundam series. I am I am following them, yeah. Yeah. There was one that they posted last week that was uh, a clip from Zeta Gundam that said, like, the design is perfect. I don't know what you want. It's like, <laughs> exactly. I, I, I have ended all of the arguments against Zeta Gundam by pointing to this <laughs> one quote from the anime, which... Uh, as we know, anime is canon. The Zeta yeah. gun design is perfect. Yeah, in in fact, like that's the sense I got. Like, because I really got into Zeta when I first saw that, and that's kind of the sense I got from the way they treated that suit. Just when characters saw it, how they talked about it, and how it's used in Double Zeta uh, as a yeah. main suit. Um, well, cool. Oh, and Goosing, uh, let's all be honest. Best suit goes to Tall Geese Three. It has it all. <laughs> tall Goose, yeah. <laughs> Well, because, I mean, the Tall Geese 3 is basically like the Epion and the Tall Geese got together and made a, a love child that mm. has the best of both worlds. What is that? Was Epion supposed to be like a dragon, perhaps? Is that kind of its thing? Or... Yeah, yeah, kind of like a two-headed dragon, which is why yeah. when it transforms, it's got like the two heads. Yeah, so I guess if a dragon and a goose, you know, I mean, yeah, that'd be interesting. A dragoose. Oh, there you go. Legend of Dragoose. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Um, yeah, what's up next? Well, let's look at it. Um, I'm going to change scenes here. Yeah, the, the Bound Dock. Um, it, it's in Zeta. I don't think it's in Double Zeta at all. It's in, no, in I Zeta. I make it to Double Zeta. Yeah. Um, it's, it's one that... Um, uh, there's Rosamia or Rosamia. Rosamia, yeah, I always say Rosamia. Yeah, pilots. Um, and but it's in GBO two. It's cool as they actually announced this at that anime expo recently. But th it's, it's funny. Very cool. It, but what's funny about this is because this was almost like meme wished in a way. Like anytime <laughs> they talked about bringing back a mobile suit, they'd always bring up the bound dock. And you know, it's interesting because it, it just has its appearance. You know, and and yeah, Zeta. It, and it's not even that much. So right. it's like not like it's a mobile suit that everyone talks about, but it's just so unique looking. Um, yeah. Well, meme magic is real. Yeah. We've learned, you <laughs> yeah. know, it's Morbin time and all that stuff. But uh, <laughs> yeah. what I think is most unique about the announcement image that they put there yeah. is that you have the Gates Kappa custom color version of the Bound Dock in the background of that image. Oh, really? And yeah, there's the solid gray Bound Dock that's flying behind the bound dock in the foreground of the image. So I'm hoping personally, because you know, as a GBO two noob, I'm a terrible raid player and the bound dock oh. being an expensive raid mobile suit. I'm hoping that what they do is they make the gates cap a color, a support unit or a general unit, the way that they do with a lot of other units in GBO two, where it's Makes like, sense. they've got like a, I think it's uh, the goof itself. 
is a general or raid? It, I think it has both. Yeah, there's oh, both. It, well, unless I'm thinking the custom, but I think there's where they have the two. Um, uh, Hazel. And the Vish Donahue one is, yeah. Okay, and then the, um, oh, what's that other one? The Super Gundam has a general, well, I guess that doesn't, re- well, no, 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 wait, am I, yeah, they changed, oh, no, I'm thinking of when they put it from space to ground. Then what is the other, the BR oh, right, right. It, it, I think. Maybe I'm right, wrong so about like the that. Bjarland is a raid. Oh, because maybe the other but one is the, the custom. Bjarland custom is a general, I think. So, but you know what? That's actually how they would have them labeled anyway. Yeah, because it would be a different one anyway. So, yeah, the cha- but I, I know what you mean, though, because when I see something's a raid, sometimes I'm like, okay, do I want to make my team mad or not? <laughs> <laughs> but But sometimes it works out. Um, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I've been logging in a lot more recently because they're actually doing all the free mobile suits. Like even, I think as of even yesterday or today and, and tomorrow, you can like get two in a day uh, because they have so much stuff they're just giving away. Um, yeah. Still haven't got the Hazel. I, it's like by now, by now I should be getting one of the Hazels because I have everything else. <laughs> like I can't even complain. <laughs> yeah. I have everything else. Um and, you know, it's been fun, too, because lately when I've been playing, um, oh, here's the Rebabu, by, way, uh, by the way. that Do you know much about the suit? Oh, Rebawo. I love Rebawo. Rebawo or, or Rebawu? Rebawu is how I usually say it. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm a big Bawu fan in general because I love Glemmy and I love, like, Double Zeta and all that. Yeah. And the Rebawu yeah. was designed for Full Frontal. Oh, Prior wow. to them stealing the Sinanju Stein from the yeah. Federation, and then they, dude, I love they that customized it for him. I love, but that. yeah, I mean, uh, I, one of the biggest crimes I think against the Bawu is that most video games do not feature its transformation, and GBO two does. So yeah, it, yeah, that's the thing about GBO. It does, uh, like they added that back in with the Double Zeta, because I think originally mm-hmm. it didn't do that. So that's cool. Yeah, because I don't know much about that. That one, um, yeah, that's interesting. Looking at the design and looking at how the Sananju turned out, that's going to be another one that I'm going to want to look into more. Um, oh yeah. Okay, so, so with some more video game stuff, um, let's see how much bigger does this? Okay, yeah, that looks good. Um, Sweet. So it was cool seeing this gameplay video because when video I, I love video games so when they're marketed and sometimes they show off video or content it's like really hard sometimes to determine how a game's really going to be um right. and it's the same with this and you don't know what depth they're looking at one thing i did re- learn recently and i don't know if we talked about this steven because we talk about video game stuff all the time i found out that usual, usual marketing campaigns for video games they start by appealing as wide as possible and then it narrows as it gets closer to launch because the Very people true. that really care will pay attention anyway to the news, and then they'll start seeing when they start implementing features of a game that kind of uh, uh, target a core audience. And so yeah. watching this, um, and let me kind of skip ahead a little bit. One, I love the animated characters. I love it anytime I see that um, within gameplay. That's very cool. Oh, yeah, and, and this beginning is actually showing a tutorial, uh, which is always good but what's awesome about seeing this is we really get a good idea of the gameplay here and um 
like the lock-on. So the lock-on is the same button used in Elden Ring in the Souls game. So that's a plus nice right there. Nice touch there. there. Yeah. Nice touch. Um, that, those reflexes are going to be there as I'm, I'm playing. Um, well, and so you've got the GUI in the lower right corner, like the graphic, the, the heads-up display, if you will, yeah. is very reminiscent of Gundam Versus, where you have like images yeah. of the of the weapons that the mobile suit has. Yeah, that's right. Um, I was thinking, yeah, I was trying to think of what game that was, but that's right, because yeah, as the ammo goes down, so you, you're you managing ammo, which I think is good. Anyway, like, I yeah. like that aspect. Um, yeah, there's some more attacks right there. Yeah, I guess for those that are just listening, it might not be as exciting, but um, yeah, what, what's cool? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, we're looking at a GM tutorial, basically. It's got a an RGM 79 that's just tearing a Zaku 2 to pieces. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Um, although, is that a... No, that is Zaku 2. Okay, yeah, because the SD throws me off. Um, yeah, and... And it's almost kind of like... It's not exactly SD. It kind of reminds me... Uh, do you know the, the series of kits that just came out you know, a couple years ago, the cross silhouette. Um, yeah, doesn't it come with like two different ways you could put the frame in or something, like extend the legs? Exactly. Like okay. it kind of has, it's yeah. got two different versions of SD where it's like, yeah, it's got the big head kind of chibi version, but then it also has like a, you know, if you ever played GoldenEye on the 64, oh, yeah. it's got like the DK version. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, yeah, you're right because it's almost like the rest of the bo body is somewhat proportional to itself yeah um yeah, even though the head big head and big hands <laughs> so yeah using the repair kit you see that like when yeah, i was a... playing battlefield record yeah you do the kind of the same thing and in gvo2 actually if you um crouch when you're over by the base um okay so then it goes into a mission where we see white base being attacked and then it even has cutscenes. oh yep hayato's right there in the gun tank um Oh, that's cool to see bright and he's going to be talking um but yeah just look at like one i think the graphics look great it almost looks like you're looking at little toys you know but <laughs> yeah even the combat cute. because it's the you have the melee like the medium or heavy attack whatever so you can do combos but then you can juggle and then it has the uh the shooting mechanics so I, that's what i really like about it and you see as you're going you're getting xp that then you use to level up um your character yeah, and it's that, I thought that was weird. There's a little like target thing that will come from an enemy to you, and it's saying that they hate you. I'm not joking. That's like what they what it was saying. But it's kind of like a way to see what enemy is looking at you. Um, yeah, that's a pretty cool feature. I mean, it's unique compared to many many other video games. Whenever you're being targeted by an enemy, it's like you get like maybe a red hue in one of the corners yeah. of your screen or something well, like that. What this is then making me think of, I wonder if that's like maybe a quality of life thing for multiplayer. So if you've got, you know, your friends, it's easy to the game to kind of hint at where you should be going. So no one's like teaming up on one and it allows, you know, other enemies to come from behind or something. Yeah, you can kind of visualize that arc. And what's interesting about this gameplay is it actually seems very slow for an SD game. You know, I was expecting a lot of like almost like Gundam Breaker 3 style combat where it's zipping around. There's a lot of lights and action going on on screen. This seems very deliberate. It seems very, yeah. very reminiscent of a GBO2 or a Battlefield Record 0081 where the combat is very 
um, methodical, I guess, is the yeah. the right way to put it. And that is exactly what I want out of action games. Um, so I got to say, this is looking to be great. And that's like August 25th, I think, is the uh, the date that that's coming out. So, And then if you pre-order, there you, you get some extra stuff. So I'm going to do it. A lot of people say don't support pre-orders, but it depends on the game. Um, yeah. Oh, look at that. Ramba Raw. Hey, we got our boy Ramba. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. So if you get this, what console are you going to get it for? Me personally, I'll probably uh, get it on the Switch. Oh, that's right. We talked about that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 Um, but I think you said you were going for the PC, PC right? Yeah. Yeah, curious what... That's that's going to make it easier to stream, for sure. Um, me, yeah. I'm trying to trick my wife into playing for my birthday since it's coming up at the end of August. Uh, I'm like, yep. come on, let's... <laughs> we, we've got a couch co-op Gundam game. There's not many of those out there. <laughs> yeah, that's actually something funny we found out that we're birthday buddies. Our mm-hmm. birthdays are a day apart. It's it's crazy. Crazy. Wild. Yeah. Same, and same hospital. Great. No, no, that I just <laughs> added that in just... Okay. Um, I mean, very, very well, close, close to each other. What maybe? I was born in. <laughs> I was actually born in Florida. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, even though I'm a Texas what's funny guy, is you moved to my birth state. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, it was like two that I moved to Texas. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Um. Yeah. I don't remember any of that, unfortunately. But um. <laughs> all right. So another thing that's video game related. I'm. So um. Giant Bomb, the main guy there, left recently and started his own thing. And there's this game called Last Call BBS, um, where you're like in a, a a computer. It's like it's on Steam. You start the game, you're in a computer. But when I was watching it, obviously this caught my eye, um, and I lost it already. Um, yeah, I was gonna say there's a screenshot in there that's very. What is this? Oh, it's an ad, guys. Look, they're gonna get some free advertising. <laughs> no you don't okay anyway no look at this it, it like has the cutting mat it has this whole made up thing pascal space type op unit and <laughs> sd hobbies like they make it look like it like it's so legit i know and so it's called steed force hobby studio and you can read all about it i guess like the they make up stuff but it then actually has the runners, and you go in with the nipper. He's using a nipper right now, and he's cutting it, and he's going to then build it. So let's uh, move forward. Oh, and he's a, even has instructions. So he's going through the instructions as well to build this. Um, let, let me move forward because, oh, yeah, he he's there's this part where he's looking at uh, – uh, it's annoying yeah, to skip these. I, I break enough Gundam pieces in real life. I don't know if I want to do it digitally too. <laughs> well, I'm wondering where the realism is in that. If you can actually like mess something up, uh, but look, it has oh, yeah. like the the nippers, uh, the thing to grab the the stickers, the tape, the paints, the all the supplies you'd expect to have. It's so um, awesome. Um, let's see what else. Oh, and then that there reminds me of. Uh, did you ever play the Trauma Center video games? No, no. Is, Trauma Center was an amazing video game on the Wii. Um, kind of getting off into a tangent, but you basically play as a surgeon and you're using the Wiimotes as your scalpel and your tools and you kind oh, of operate on people. I've heard um, of that. Was that good? So, oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, so I get the same kind of vibes from this where it's like, you know, I I, I almost need 
either a VR headset or some Wiimotes or something, you know, use the, the joy cons for the switch and, you know, I, yeah. I, I want to pull these pieces apart and <laughs> yeah, instead of um, using the mouse, which is the funny thing about it, because it's like modern games could replicate actually doing that. But with this, you're using a, a, the mouse of an old computer. And so this game has a bunch of other games. This is just one mini game. And it's and here's actually the the link of it. It's called Last Call BBS. And even has a link to that. I would buy it just for that. Um, I mean, that Yeah. But it has the, other the fact things that that's too. Only one component of it just yeah. indicates how much depth and how much love has gone into this game because it's yeah, it, it it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, okay. Uh, next thing. Oh, you know what? I did I forget to uh, pull up a link. Let me. Um, yeah, I wanted to do the deep dive real quick. There's a couple more things we're going to talk about, but let me. Uh, I wanted to look at this so we can all get a better understanding of this suit that, again, it, it, not that it, it, it was like a meme, even though it's not like this is a suit people hate or anything. People like this because it's unique. But also there was like yeah. a meme to get it in GBO2. And, you know, I saw someone also put it in the chat, which was nice. But, uh, yeah, the same pilot by Rosamia. Rosamia? I think it's Rosamia. Gates. Yeah, I always say Rosamia, but yeah. again, no. you know, it, it, pronunciation is a fun game. It's the problem is when I watch these animes, I watch with the dub and then the subtitles to get the extra information. And when I start watching with the subtitles, you know, sometimes the pronunciation is a little different, or I don't catch it, and then I'm yeah. making it up in my head what I'm pronouncing. Um, very interesting. I mean, sometimes I make up entire animes in my head, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're in good company. Yeah. Um, okay, so, yeah, here it is. It's a cool-looking... No, is it really a cool-looking suit? No, it is it is in a way that it's unique. It's It seems goofy, but I, I remember when I first saw Azaku 2, I thought it was goofy. And then over time, you realize it is menacing, and it's the right look. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the you were talking about one... Um, Let's see. There we go. Gates Kappa. Okay. The gray. Yeah. yeah. So. So Gates was the cyber new type handler for Rosamia. Mm, yeah. Um, and, and okay. So. Okay. So this was developed from the RX-107 TR4 Dandelion. So what does that look like? I actually already looked at it. It's pretty crazy. <sighs> the Dandelion is amazing. Yeah. Look at that. So this is a, a Titans mobile suit. I mean, it has to be, right? Yeah. Yeah. Advance and, of Zeta. And that was from uh, RX-107 Rosette? Which is basically a Marisai. It is. Okay. And the Marisai probably comes from, oh, Hi Zach, which came from Azaku. So there's that through line. That's, for some reason, I need that six degrees of Azaku or something. <laughs> I don't six know. Six degrees of Azaku. <laughs> yeah, we... Uh, that that should be a game that we play with yeah. every mobile suit where it's six we degrees can, of Azaku too. Yeah. Dude. Okay. <laughs> we got to remember this. And I know who you guys are out there that are going to remember this. We're going to talk about yes. it later. Hold us to it. Yeah. That'll be... Um. Okay. So, let's see. It was developed into the Amondoc, which sounds like a metal band. Um... Interesting. I guess this is from yeah, a, a manga. So, you know, when it gets that deep, it's really hard to... Um, and that thing looks all kinds of terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so, yeah, again, this was in 87 that it was first seen, last seen in 88, so that's, you know, Zeta territory. 
Oper- operator Gumpla Mafia. Was that, is that? I guess it's a Build Fighters thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, a- um, let's see. It's always funny. You're like, okay, Razamia, Gates, Jared, Gumpla Mafia. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what? Which Was that part of Double Zeta or something? No, but... Um, <laughs> Wouldn't surprise you. So there's three that were built. Only the yeah. first one was the true prototype model. It had a specially designed cockpit that could seat two individuals, the pilot and an instructor. Okay, interesting. So it's got a scattering mega particle gun, beam saber, beam rifle. Okay, it doesn't seem like too many, but then what about its arm? Is it not... Uh... Okay, it's located on the main body, the mount on the left arm is... In MS mode, it has a high power rating of that. Okay. And it can target multiple enemies at once. Oh, it's got a psychometry system, of course. So it's a transformable one. Yeah, that's right. When we were looking at the, uh, let's look at that wait, again. Wait a second. Scroll back down there. Yeah. Did that say rebond dock? Is there a variant that's the rebond dock? Because let's see. Um, no, maybe I don't know. Let's see. Let me do a search. Oh, oh yeah, I see it. Oh, do I need to go back? <laughs> yeah, it was the it was the top one on the list of variants there down at the bottom. Oh, uh, oh, with the, the RE. A-R-Z. <laughs> so it doesn't even have a a thing. It Let's even have an entry. Um. So you know, shout hmm. out to all those people that thought I was dumb for renaming a uh, sleeves group the Re Sleeves because <laughs> Gundam loves calling everything the Re, re something. Yeah. The Rigazi. I love the Re-Sleeve. That, that is a great name. Well, what is this? This is blowing my mind. Um, oh, yeah. You can go deep in the the advance of Zeta Hole. You have, dang. like, the, the amphibious version of the Gazaum. Um, These are the, some of the greatest designs, man. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. even ships? There. Let's see. Oh, look at that, Dom. Uh, oh, man, look at this. <laughs> I love this stuff. I swear, you and I could do a podcast just on Advance of Zeta, like side story suits. These these ones aren't even in the mangas. It's like <laughs> they're just things that are just constantly being made up. Oh, but they just happen to uh, like I love that that oh V fin yeah. crown thing going on. The Queenly's um, like uh, wow. Okay, it's like a Viking ship. So that's cool. That's cool. How tightly integrated and i guess it makes sense it is with advanced zeta um but i guess it makes sense because of um the titans and all that um so very cool so i guess that is really considered um a titan suit like when i want to like collect a bunch of titans i have a a thing off scene of all my uh advanced zeta or titans test team suits that is another one there you go. Um, you got to get it. Uh, that uh, um, that mode is crazy. It's got the goofiest Garewalk vote mode <laughs> yeah, um, for all you Macross fans. Um, oh which, yeah, that like, <laughs> without the know, wings and what, the... what's the purpose of that mode exactly? It's not. <laughs> yeah. It's not particularly functional. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's funny. Um, all right, was that it? No, no, we were going to end with. Um, or was that it? Did I? Did we really go through everything? Wow, man, 
we just blasted through it. We did. Well, let's look at um, chat here real quick. Um, Mad Matt, the heavy metal mecha pilot. Actually, let me switch this screen. Um, Bound, uh, Bound Docs, beastly mobile suit indeed. One of my favorite Makoto Kobayashi mecha designs next to the Marisai and, of course, uh, Cheyenne from Dragon's Heaven. Okay, haven't heard of that stuff, but it's cool that it's a known artist uh, from a known artist. Um, yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Goose, hey, Steven, can you oh, 3D print parts for a game? Of course. <laughs> of course. I mean, I plan to. <laughs> and you, But you have a that RX-78-2 STL up in your Patreon, don't you? Yes, yeah. So anybody who wants to participate, um, I would love to have other people join me in painting this little guy. I've not started yet, um, but I think that it would be fun. And uh, and Adam, if you do not end up getting your Ender 3 up and running, let me know and I will send you one because I'd mm. like to see what you do with it. Okay, I might take you up on that, but the plans are in motion. I'm having a garage sale this weekend. That's really going to clean everything out so I have my space back to... Uh, get to that because i really want to because i got your previous stl uh from last month i think it was and then um yeah i i just can't wait to paint especially just thinking that i can just print a whole bunch and then like if i I can practice if i mess up on one you know like I, i like that yeah um same here okay let's see anything else um huh yeah there's actually a lot a lot of talking um yeah, Bound Doc is very proud of never skipping leg day. <laughs> yeah. It's very true. Yeah. He's got some thick thick yeah. thighs. Thick thighs, safe tighten lives, as they say. That's <laughs> um, pretty much all it is when it's in its... And they even call it standing mode. Um, standing mode, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, it needs legs for that. Um, yeah, people talking about a model kit simulator. Oh, yeah, because it's almost like a model kit simulator that we were seeing. Um, but that's funny because Neon Wave is saying there's a simulator for everything these days. What's next? A bathing simulator? <laughs> well, <laughs> there is actually a game called like Bathing with Daddy or Bathing with the Wrong Daddy. It's not what you think though, but it's like you take a shower with these dads and you don't want to go to the wrong dad. I, I know that sounds weird, but that's a game. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's simulators for everything. There's a gas station clerk simulator or something. There's video game developer simulator. There's surgeon simulator which is i guess kind of like the trauma game yeah. you're talking about but on there you go yeah pc um but but lucas is saying well i wouldn't mind a digital scanner to build the custom gunpla i'm playing with in gun and breaker mobile just need to get a good 3d printer so he brings up some good points here because and maybe bandai's working on this they seem to have talked about it but we haven't seen anything the idea of both ways creating something in game that you can then print out or somehow get a real version of but vice versa, buying the model kits, building them, scanning a QR code or them themselves and having them in your game versus other people. Like it if you think of these um these battle royale games and even like Fall Guys and stuff, like it, that's like the easiest way to have a game like Gundam Breaker, but like massive multiplayer online. Um Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if people are buying it's like it's almost like they don't have to make sure they have all these microtransactions in the game. They can have some things, but it's like a lot of it you can go buy online or the store, like physical goods for the game. You know, it reminds me of Amiibos. We've yeah, I was going to say, that. Nintendo's done a good job with that, um, with Amiibos. 
you know, it, it bums me out because I think that you know a lot of times when it comes to amiibos in particular, the in-game benefits of having the amiibo outweigh having a, a tiny statue that has a RFID chip in it, right? Yeah. Um, whereas having a Gumpla that, you know, you can build and paint and customize and do all that good stuff with, if you were to have a QR code or an RFID chip that you could scan from there, not only do you have a product that you can, something tangible to enjoy, but you also get the digital benefit. So I think that it kind of surpasses where the Amiibo falls a little bit short. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, because I have a book of Amiibo RFID chips yeah. <laughs> that I used for Breath of the Wild. Because yeah. Because like, I, I don't want a statue of Mifa on my... <laughs> oh, and there was a time where those were just so expensive, like the certain ones you wanted to get. Well, I used to have a lot, and I ended up selling them. But when I wanted to get something else, it's like, wow, some of these are like super expensive online, but you can yeah, you know, get outrageous. the... Yeah, they're outrageous. Yeah. But that reminds me of that game Starlink. That's on all platforms. I originally bought it on yeah. Switch... Because you could be Star Fox, so it and it was it gameplay is like Star Fox, and I have the and I still have it. It's the Fox, uh, R Wing, I think it's called, Arwing, right? Yeah. yeah, that plugs in uh, to the yeah the switch. It comes with a thing you can plug it into. So it was cool to have the ships and the little figures. I mean, that was cool. But the problem was, I think it was accessory first, f- figure second. So it was kind of cheap in that way where. It, yeah. it, it's almost like you want it to be something cool you want to have anyway, but you can use it in a game. Um, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where they should go with that. Um, let's see. Well, um, you know, I think that's all I've got, Stephen. I don't know if there's anything else we need to talk about today, but I think uh, pretty good show there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've we got some great Gundam news this week, particularly in the gaming sector, like you mentioned. Um, so... That again, we're kind of spoiled for content when it comes to Gundam this year. We've got yeah. a ton of different games that are coming out this year. We've got a ton of games that are currently in beta test. We've got the Witch from Mercury coming out. We just had Doan's Island. Yeah. Um, which, you know, for those of you who haven't watched Doan's Island, definitely hit up the Gundam Explained Patreon because mm. what's our next movie watch along that, night? That's right. Yeah. Uh, Cuckoo's Doan's Island. Yeah. Because. Luckily, the Japanese Blu-ray has English subtitles. Love it. So, and it, awesome. And it's just crazy that there hasn't been an easy release for North America yet. You know, it's you got to import it pretty much. I'm yeah. very surprised that they yeah. didn't do the same thing that they did with uh, Hathaway's Flash, like you said. And then you know another thing too is, and maybe the timing. I when I had just gotten into Gundam, like narrative had just recently come out, and it was on Amazon Prime. Um, to buy yeah. not not like free i mean but it was like at least it was available um yeah, you could like rent it for five six bucks something yeah like that. but yeah not uh cuckoo's doan island yeah so um well cool um anyway that was great i had a lot of fun please check out the discord if you haven't um yeah that was steven and i we're gonna be doing the same thing next week check out the links midnight hatter in there i taught game dev with him on his and also tabletop stuff because he's you know, he's creating this Gundam 5e that's a pretty huge world, and he's got a lot of cool stuff that you can actually access right now, especially if you're into, like, the character creation aspect. Um, he's got a video uh, about the the thing you made. I, and if you want to describe yeah. that real quick. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, we, the Gundam 5e version is not quite ready yet, but I do, um, in the last video that I released yesterday, I go through an hour-long tutorial talking about how to create your own, you know, basically your own dndbeyond.com, but something that you can host for your own games and stuff like that. And that's one, that's cool. that's one of the features that I want to bring to the Gundam 5e website is allowing people to cloud save their character sheets and stuff like that so yeah that's that's a pretty cool feature but uh all right guys uh thanks have a good night and we'll talk later